0: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What is going on, good people? Thanks for making Locked On NFL your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. James, what is going on, my man?
0: What's up, Tony? Well, a lot's going on, at least in your neck of the woods. And we're going to dive on into that with uh, a man that was in Ohio on Thursday. Joe Burrow said, hey, that's why you should have started me with the Buckeyes. Well, Urban Meyer might have been better off leaving Ohio with his team. Instead, he didn't. We'll dive into that. Plus, some new kids on the block that uh, might be a problem. When it comes to uh, the Super Bowl hopes of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs, the two teams that were favored coming into the season, maybe the Rams too. There might be a stumbling block with these young kids and are locked-on power rankings. But Tony, let's dive into to what's going on in Jacksonville because yep. Urban Meyer he sticks around uh, in uh, anyways. He sticks <laughs> around in Ohio. Stays really, in Ohio. Really? <laughs> did you have
1: to say that? Did you plan on saying I that? I just I, I just want to know, man. <laughs>
0: Man, I, I don't know. All right, let's let's dive in. Yeah, right, I'm sure yeah. you've heard of it. You could but say I don't know you what... could say he he
1: he hangs around, but he probably didn't yeah. hang around either. So so yeah.
0: I don't know what the hell Urban Meyer is thinking because uh, you know he was probably born at night, but not last night. And yet he pulled a, a last night move because he's back in his home state mm-hmm. where he won national championships, where he's as famous as, as in any state. And, uh, and he decides to go to the club, and he's very obviously doing something that you shouldn't be doing in the club when you're a married man or when you're a uh, head star football coach, right? Like Zach Taylor of the, the Bengals is not a star football coach. He's just a head football coach. Ain't nobody in Florida know what Zach Taylor looks like. Well, everybody knows what Urban Meyer looks like, especially in Ohio. And he uh, gets caught in the club doing something that he shouldn't be doing and, and pinching some girl's rear end and uh and that's just what was captured on video he apologizes for it but the apology said that he was getting drugged to the dance floor which wasn't clearly wasn't the case when you watch the video Mm -hmm. and uh so i i tried to catch people up if they weren't aware but you're down there boots on the ground every day locked on jaguar so what in the world is going on with urban Meyer? all
1: right first when this happened i was actually in washington dc on a mini vacation and i saw it and i showed my friends and i showed my wife and goes Uh oh, watch what happens with this. So, you know, at first, my friends looked at the video and said, it's not that bad. And I'm not gonna lie, my wife goes, well, it's not that bad. At least he had his hand in place. And I said, I looked at her and I'm like, what if that was me? He said, Oh, no, you'd have a black eye. So and she said it jokingly, right? So I said, I thought so. But I'm not the marriage police. And the thing is, is I've been around long enough to know that people They rock differently in their marriages. This is a, this is different. This ain't Ward and Beaver Cleaver now. So folks allow stuff and folks tolerate (laughs) stuff for different reasons. And, you know, I'm a barber. I've been a counselor for 29 years in that area. Things are different. So we can't use one measuring stick for, you know, what people, somebody told me a long time ago, don't tell people to get divorced. If you didn't tell them to get married, don't tell people why they should leave. If you didn't tell them why they should get married in the first place. So, I'm never going to be the marriage police. So that part of it, that part of it, I kind of like leave that to Urban and Shelly to to deal with on their own. The part that I really, from a football perspective, I take a look at is this. They didn't have a bye week. They just played on Thursday. And dude didn't catch the team playing back to Jacksonville because he said he was going to spend some time, a couple of off days with his grandchildren. So when you spend a couple of off days with your grandchildren, you don't end up being viral in videos like that. So when you are and you call yourself owning it and you come back and you apologize, you move on, we're going to go move on with the rest of our day, team meetings don't get canceled when you have a divisional game. And the division is still within tact or reachable because every team in the division seems distinct right now and nobody's running away with it. So team meetings are canceled because you have to – make amends for what you did over the weekend and then you said they were dragging you to the dance floor and then another video comes out and it looks like you're giving somebody a colonostomy. so now you've lost another bit of credibility and you have to say something else and now another statement has come out and now rumor has it that players in the locker room are laughing at you so the thing is is if you're urban meyer mm-hmm. this this thought that you were some newt rockney or vince lombardi clone of a coach kind of goes out of the window and now you have to deal with this caricature of a coach or whoever people think you are and folks already were questioning whether or not you were invested enough to lift this team and good enough to lift this team in the nfl above anyone else so now it becomes you know it it was a it it was like this you got to screw this up not to make the jaguars win the super bowl at some point with what you were gifted with with trevor lawrence in the salary cap space Now it's like, can you even get him to being competent? You're 0-4, you're one of the worst teams in the league, and it doesn't seem like it's going to get any better anytime soon. And you start to wonder if he's going to flake out and get out of here and and, and duck out before his reputation takes an even bigger hit.
0: Man, this is – all right, first off, let's start with the reputation part. I agree with you. I think he's probably thinking about that right now. You know what he's got to do? Stop acting like he's God's gift to – you know that you know the best family man on the planet
1: cuz you know I'm not people, nobody is right
0: people don't give a damn they nope. want to see you win games and and so let's boil it down cuz I get it it's an awful look the fact that after 0 and 4 after that deciding to punt at the 50 yard line and Joe Burrow just shredding you after you had a 14 nothing lead and you Stick around and you don't fly home with your team. That alone is such a bad look. You're Urban Meyer. You can fly back from Jacksonville. I have family in Jacksonville. I've taken an Allegiant or uh, Frontier direct flight to Jacksonville pre-COVID multiple times. Mm -hmm. And those are those flights. You're Urban Meyer. You can't tell me that you can't get a, you know, spend five grand on flying back private jet and see the grandkids and hang out with the family. Because I get it. It is... Uh, a mini buy when you play on Thursday night. So I understand wanting to do that. Fly back with the team. And, and that's where it starts. So if there's that. Then you decide to go to the club. You aren't doing the family time and the correction,
1: it's his restaurant. And there's a little lounge oh. next to his restaurant. So it's the Urban Meyer chops, Urban Meyer chop house. And then right next to it, connected to it, there's a little bar or
0: whatever. OK, well, it looked yeah. like a club. Either way. Okay. So there you go. So that's how he probably cleared it with the miss. I'm just going to the chop house. Mm -hmm. just going to my restaurant, checking in fine. You're telling me that you're stupid enough that in your restaurant, this makes it worse, by the way, in your restaurant where people know all about urban Meyer or why else would they show up there? And I'm sure the food's good. I've never been, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll run into urban. Um, you're gonna do that and have someone grind on you and do what you said. Like, what are you doing? It's just the self awareness is at a level zero, and this is a guy who maybe adjusting to life in the NFL, but all the self awareness stuff he's dealt with it. He's been the the president essentially of of big time universities where he has all this responsibility and he's running a football program and he's winning national titles. So I just I don't get it. I and so. Now the question of is he all in is such Mm -hmm. a valid question. And it's something he's going to have to fight tooth and nail to overcome. And I don't really know how you do that without winning games. And you look at this schedule. I don't know how many games this team's going to win.
1: No, you're absolutely right. And um, to to add insult to injury, you're right about him coming home with the team, owning it, and then whatever you got to do to turn around and go back to Ohio. What is it? A two-hour flight on a private jet. Less than
0: 90 minutes. Yeah, you turn around
1: and and you go back, but you come home with your team. And someone made this point to me the last two weeks they've played close games against the Bengals and the Arizona Cardinals, teams that are combined seven and one. You wouldn't have this feeling to have to blow off steam if you had the patience that and the understanding of you kind of like improved and put yourself in a pretty good spot. So there's no need for you to not come back home with your team and feel good about those guys and pat them on the back when they get off the plane and then proceed to go about your business. But uh, we'll see uh, things. Uh, it's like as the world turns around here, I told people it would be it would be either uh, a great finish or a spectacular end. And so we're kind of stuck in the middle about where it is right now in Jacksonville. But I tell you what, some great beginnings for a couple of new kids on the block. We're going to discuss those kids that we're talking about in segment number two here on locked on NFL on a Wednesday in just a second.
0: Maybe urban could have driven home or or driven back to Ohio. And if so, Eric, you're going on a long road trip. And this includes you urban. You should get the get upside app because you're going to save money every time you fill up and you can download it in the app store. If you got an iPhone or on Google play, if you have an Android and it's pretty simple, you download it. It's a free app and you get up to 25 cents off per gallon every time you fill up. And if you use promo code TOUCHDOWN, you're going to get a bonus $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. So you could save up to $0.50 on that first tank of gas. And you could save the hundreds of dollars per month in cash back. There's no catch. The cashback gets added right to your account. So download the free app right now. It's called GetUpside, G-E-T-U-P-S-I-D-E, promo code TOUCHDOWN for up to 50 cents per gallon back on your next fill-up.
1: All right, segment two here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. James Rapine along with Tony Wiggins, and we're going to talk about some new kids on the block in this segment. And uh, they're new kids to you guys, but they're not new kids to James and I because luckily we're omniscient enough that we have been bragging about them all offseason. I'm talking about two teams. One is the Arizona Cardinals, the other – is the are the Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said is the Los Angeles Chargers, and I did not say the San Diego Chargers. First, the team that played last night, the Chargers. Man, you talk about a team that's learning to walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. Usually they were good yep. defensively in the past, and then they were spotty offensively uh, and made a lot of key turnovers, but now they're starting to put that thing together. They're good offensively, and now they're good defensively, and they're healthy, and they can actually block people on the offensive line. Brendan Staley, I'm not forgiving these little fighter pilot, 31-year-old head coaches, these jobs without proving themselves. But I tell you what, we talked about Urban Meyer in the last segment. That little kid is coaching his butt off with the Chargers, and he's doing a fabulous, fabulous job with a second-year quarterback and a lot of guys around him. The Chargers look like they're the real deal, and they'll be a problem for anybody moving forward.
0: They do. They do. And Staley's doing a good job so far, and I get it. They have a lot of talent. But, man, are they using it? And I think they're putting it in a position to succeed. And that's what you want to see is is the head coach putting this team uh, in his guys in a position to succeed. And whether you're talking about a Joey Bosa, you know, Derwin James on defense, and, you know, they got plenty of weapons on that defense. You flip it, Justin Herbert, Austin Mm. Eckler, you know, Mike Williams, who was so underrated from a fantasy football standpoint coming into the year. We know what Keenan Allen can do because he's done it for years Jared Cook, who was a nice addition, and they they bolstered that offensive line. I like this team a lot. I think they're playing well. Wouldn't be shocked at all if they win the AFC West. And I know some, including you, were, were bullish on them. I needed to see it from Justin Herbert a bit. And a month into the season, I've seen it. I, I just wanted to see how he adjusted to a new offense, uh, you know, to a new offensive coordinator. How did it look? Well, it looks like this. Thumbs up for Justin Herbert and company. So I, I don't blame you one bit Buy stock, buy a lot of stock because they have a better defense than the chiefs. They have uh, a quarterback that can do 99% of what Patrick Mahomes can do. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but physically he can do just about as much as, as Mahomes. I think Mahomes is a better runner, but you get my point. And in weapons all over the field. So yeah, the chargers, they're uh they're a legit problem. And I think that they have the ceiling to, to be right there at the top of the AFC when things are all said and done this season.
1: Good fortune uh, of bringing back guys from injury that yeah. uh, got back with Durbin James, of course, um, Austin Eckler, bringing guys back that that are still themselves. Good fortune with the uh, young offensive tackle and uh, with Asante Samuel on defense that they actually jacked the guys that are, playing right now and contributing yeah. early and then they didn't get the second year jinx with the quarterback and now they developed the number two and number three receivers to go with keenan allen and of course you got bosa man i'm telling you man they're, they're just loaded and and you really you'd be hard pressed to go through any team in the league and, and pick seven or eight guys and say pick seven or eight guys the first seven guys on each team and find seven or eight guys that are better than the chargers have on their team you'd be hard to it'd be very very hard to do that Uh, from a talent perspective let's go to the other team in the nfc west which i think we're probably talking about the two divisions also the top to bottom are the two toughest positions you i know confucius confucius rapine that's what i'm gonna call you you talked about arizona and uh i doubted cliff kingsbury but and then after the jaguars game i was like well maybe when they run into somebody well they ran into the team that i thought was the best team in the league and they they Whipsawed him, they ran, they mollywhopped him. And Arizona
0: looks absolutely unreal, man. Mm -hmm. Confucius once wrote, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Right. Well, Kyler Murray can. And he thinks he can and he says he can and damn it, he can. My man is MVP. I mean, I I, I said it weeks ago that I I think after week one, like, just pay attention. Because he could very well be in this MVP race and boy is he. Completing 76.1% of his passes, nine touchdowns, over 1,200 yards, just four picks. And we know what he can do as a runner as well. He's just so dynamic. And, and I love him. And You know, I love his game. I love how Cliff Kingsbury is obviously using him. But but the thing that surprises me, and, and this is what they were hoping, is my old friend A.J. Green, who I covered in Cincinnati, has emerged and is playing well. And DeAndre Hopkins wasn't a huge factor the other day against the Rams. And it didn't matter because you have Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk and AJ green, and and you have a two headed, um, monster. I I wouldn't say monster, but two options at running back with Connor and Edmonds. And and then on defense, they have playmakers and they have guys that can get stops when you need them that can put pressure on the quarterback right in Watt and Jones. Uh, You have a guy in Buda Baker who's going to make plays all over the field. And, are are they great on defense? No, but as long as they're good on defense and you got Kyler Murray, a healthy Kyler Murray under center, you got a chance. And I, I've just – I've been really impressed uh, with the Cardinals, Cardinals thus far. And uh, to me, I do think their ceiling is winning the NFC. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to win the NFC or they're, they're my favorite to do so, but are are we sure Kyler Murray can't go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady in a big game? Because I, I think he can. I think it could go toe-to-toe with Matt Stafford. We saw it. So who who else is there? I mean, those are the two teams that that I would say going into week four uh, that, that were at the top of the NFC, and, uh, and the Cardinals just beat one of them. So, yeah, I, I love what they're doing in Arizona, and I, I think they're a problem.
1: You know, I'm noticing a trend, though, and the trend in the NFL is getting to where, where it is in college. Nick Saban said, uh, I don't know how recently it was, but he said, you're not winning with defense anymore. And I know Tampa held um, KC to nine points last year. But Nick said you're not winning with defense anymore. You have to you're score not. points. No. But what happens is when you score points, you make the other team one-dimensional. And then if you have a certain element in your defense, you might have a game where your defense just dominates. And that's what happened last year. When you can score points the way, say, Tampa did last year or the way Alabama does in college. Mm-hmm. Now the other team has to stop running the ball. Now you can tee off on them. So here's the thing. If you can score points and rush the passer, like Tampa could last year, like Alabama always can situationally, and like Arizona and the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals and the Chargers can. When you can score points and you have that alpha pass rusher where you can get there with your base defense, of course, with Chandler Jones and Joey Bosa, that makes you a dangerous, dangerous team, man. Because now you can cover on the back end, and then they still have to account for your people up front. And you make them one-dimensional, and you know what they have to do, and you can sell out and not have to worry so much about the run. That's it, You'll look great on defense winning those games when you're not really great on defense. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. And
1: uh, that's kind of what happened with Tampa last year. Uh, and, and, and I know Tampa has a lot of guys on defense. But look at Tampa this year. They're not great on defense. They're situationally good because Brady gets them out front when they look at their close games. When they have close games, they, they look normal, just like the other night. But when they can get out front, you're in trouble. You think mm-hmm. back to Tampa's LA games last year in the playoffs, Green Bay was in the game late. Washington football team was in the game in the fourth quarter. They didn't blow people out into the Super Bowl. And now all of a sudden, people thought that their defense was going to come back this year and be great. They weren't great last year. They were just good. So the key is, is the NFL has gotten to be like college. So watch out for all of these teams that can score points. And then and we're going to look at them in our power poll here next. Watch out for the teams that can score points and rush the passer without blitzing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Can you get a big lead? Can you harass the other quarterback? And you're right. We're going to dive into our power rankings next. But first, a word from Bilt Bar and. We got a limited time flavor this week. It's that cookie dough chunk. If you're watching on YouTube, you see I got one right here and you can get one too at builtbar.com. And maybe that doesn't sound good. Well, they have nine other delicious flavors, whether it's double chocolate, peanut butter, brownie, mint brownie, coconut, almond. You can try them all by going to builtbar.com. What makes Built Bar so great? Well, it's the macros. They are high in protein, low in sugar, low in carbs, and they taste great. Every single bar. Covered in 100% chocolate. So it's the protein bar that tastes like a, t- a candy bar. I eat one every single day, whether it's a post workout or a midday snack. You should try them out. Again, go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at builtbar.com.
1: All right, man. And uh, I'm going to tell you who's back and better than ever. And that's betterline.ag. That's right. They are back and better than ever. And if you're like me, If you played last week in college football, if you took the blue bloods to hold off on all of those teams that everyone thought was going to do an uprising, then you held up. All right. And that's exactly what happened to me. And you can do the same thing this week with the games on Saturday and Sunday and even mix and match those games at bet online, because it's your number one sport. It's your number one spot for all of your sports. There you go. For all the pro and college action this season, I got a new and updated site Interface and even more odds and props and contests bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football head to the website To use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit Don't forget to use our promo code which is locked on to receive Said bonus now bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports Don't get left out make sure you get your mind and your money on the same page get your bets in on BetOnline online, so you can get paid. BetOnline online is where the game starts, and make sure the money finishes in your pocket at betonline.ag. Make sure you use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. And we're rolling along here on a Wednesday. James Rapine, Tony Wiggins. It
0: is power poll times. James, take the lead and tell us what we got. Here you are. If you uh, are watching on YouTube, you can see it. If not, we'll break it down for you. We have a new. Number one, with the Rams losing to future MVP, Kyler Murray, and the Cardinals, the Buffalo Bills take that top spot. They move from third to number one after their beatdown of the Houston Texans. And I'll just do the top ten here, and we can react. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two. Arizona Cardinals move up to three. Rams fall to four. The Ravens drop to five. The Chiefs fall to six. The Packers, seven. Browns, eight. Cowboys 9, and Chargers 10. I don't know what we got to
1: do to get those uh, three of those bottom four teams a little more love. And, Mac, in fact, I'll go with all four of those bottom teams. I think the Packers, Browns, Cowboys, and Chargers are all worthy and better than people think, and they probably need to move up a little bit. I would not put Buffalo number one, even though Buffalo is one of my favorites for the entire season. I do like them. I like them an awful lot. Um, I think the Cardinals deserve it. I think the Cardinals deserve it. Just a couple of weeks ago, folks were talking about why would we have the Cardinals there because just because they're undefeated. that That's what the standings are for instead of power poles. Well, because they keep beating everybody, that's why, and they beat the Rams. So, and the Rams took a, a nice beating at home, right? And the Ravens have had some tough games, and they've actually won a game or two where they haven't really looked that good. There's no way I have the Chiefs in front of the Cowboys and the Chargers at this juncture. I just don't do it. So, I disagree with it, but it's not a singular person poll. It's, it's sort of a poll where all of us vote together. But I still think the Chargers and the Cowboys aren't getting enough love.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I think, um, especially the Cowboys people, just because of their history, are lukewarm on them. But I, I think I got it wrong. I think they're pretty damn good. Defense playing well. Certainly, we know what Dak and that offense can do. And uh, to me, I had the Cardinals number one. I'll tell you right now, I had the Cardinals one, Bucks two. Bills three. And I just think Arizona, you take down a team like the Rams, you're legit. And they've proved it so far. And why wouldn't they be one? And it's not just because they're undefeated uh, in, in the only undefeated team left in the league, but just who they've beaten. I think that matters. Outside of the top 10, let's move forward with 11, the Seattle Seahawks, the Raiders fall to 12 following their loss, the 49ers 13th, Broncos 14th, the Panthers Fifteenth And the Bengals moving up from 18 to 16 at 3-1. and one. Um, After that, it's the Saints at 17, the Titans at 18. The Patriots move up despite the loss, and I kind of see why because that was a pretty good loss if you're going to lose. Mm. Uh, they move up to 19. And the Washington football team following a big win over Atlanta, they're 20th. Any beef with 11 through 20, to me, it looks – pretty good i don't know seattle to me we'll see right yeah i I don't don't like seattle
1: yeah i don't like seattle i don't think seattle's that much better than new orleans who's at 17 to be honest with you but that was an ugly bad loss to new orleans the other day i put it on sean payton i happen to be tuned into it i think he's being a little too conservative on offense with james winston uh if you're gonna play him play him if you're not go home i mean (laughs) you're not gonna win the way that they're winning right now so um they're just letting themselves play as sitting ducks and, and thinking that that defense is going to keep coming up for them and it doesn't but everything else i pretty much like i may put the bingles up a little bit higher even though that 14 follow? the 14 15 and 16 i really think those teams i like those teams man those are some gritty little those some gritty little ball ball teams there so maybe i put those guys ahead of seattle because i really really do like those teams. i think the 49ers are very very good uh, so we'll have to see but maybe seattle and san francisco i probably put a little bit lower underneath 14 15 16 that's denver the carolina panthers and 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 cincinnati i'm just about winning games i don't think the yeah. difference between the best team and the worst team is that big of a difference so because we, we were just talking about it. the cardinals who was the best team and the jaguars are the worst team just took just last weekend we saw them play a very close game until it was, uh halfway through the fourth quarter so I just give so much credence to teams that go out and actually win games as opposed to what I think they are on paper.
0: Let's round out the, the final 11 teams here. The Vikings 21, Colts 22, Steelers 23, Eagles 24. The Bears move up a spot to 25. The Dolphins drop three spots to 26. The Vikings, they don't move. 27th still following that loss. The Giants move up following a win to 28th the jets right behind them after their big win at 29 the lions still looking for their first win at 30 the texans dropped the 31 and your jacksonville jaguars 32 and i gotta be honest with you tony i had the texans at 32 i had the jaguars ahead of the texans because i saw them in person and i'm not going to let the the club part of this or the the restaurant debacle impact the way jacksonville played you're right they played Arizona Cardinals tough had a lead late in the third quarter on them and um, played the Bengals tough and and had a chance to to win a big time uh, road game. So to me, I would have them ahead of the Texans, even though the Texans beat the Jaguars head to head earlier this season.
1: And that's the part that's difficult. The Texans beat them heads up. So it's hard. It's difficult to put the Jags ahead of the Texans in that scenario. However, I don't disagree with the rest of this. I think some things that stick out to me is uh, Pittsburgh is about where I thought they would be for the season. And the Dolphins, is, they are where I suspected they would be because I thought that they would have a little bit of a fallback because I didn't believe in Tua's ability to either stay healthy or to perform at a very high level. So the Dolphins got, they got, some. It, the Dolphins are head scratcher, man, because they did some things. They signed a bunch of players and got rid of them after one year. And then they did all of this improving and everyone went like, well, it doesn't hurt them. Eventually, bad draft picks and passing on Justin Herbert and then signing a bunch of guys for one year and getting rid of them eventually it is going to show up. So it's starting to show up in
0: Miami. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And it'll be interesting to see what happens there quarterback-wise uh, for a couple of these teams uh, in the back end. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I think that the Arizona should be number one. We'll see because we're we're going to see a shuffle here. In the next few weeks, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs make a run at that top spot. You could see the Green Bay Packers if they get into a groove. Obviously, the Cardinals, the Bills, the Bucks, uh, Rams, they're going to be in the mix as well. You know what I do know, Tony? What's that? We're going to have you covered every step of the way here on Locked On NFL. We're every Wednesday, but we got you covered daily. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast because we're free. It's free on every single platform you can get, and uh, you can listen to us on a daily basis. Tony Wiggins and James Rapine with you here every single Wednesday.
1: No doubt. And I have to tune you guys into the Peacock and Williamson podcast yeah. as well, man, because you make us your first listen. You make Locked on NFL your first listen. Now make your second listen to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms. As we always tell you every single week, take care of each other. Make sure you tune in tomorrow and tune into our respective shows as well. And we appreciate you always here on the Locked On Podcast Network. For James Rapine and Tony Wiggins, we'll see you next time.